0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of Goth Girl Hard, the official Hack Splash podcast. I am your host, Dr. Chris.
1: And I am your co-host, Charcy Lux.
0: And tonight we are reviewing the first two issues of the last Hack mini miniseries for quite some time, I believe. I don't think there's another miniseries for a while, right, Charcy? I think it's either one sh- a one-shot or like an annual,
1: and yeah. otherwise it's
0: the ongoing.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure, because otherwise everything else is tied into the actual issues, so...
0: Right, and I believe these issues also came out prior to the launch of Image Comics, uh, Hack Slash number one.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Okay, so we're going to be covering Hack slash My First Maniac, the origin of Kathy Hack.
1: And I can get into it by letting everybody know. Uh, let's see, we have a story by Tim Seeley, art by Daniel Leister.
0: Hey, both by- those people have been on the show. yes. The only person we haven't had on the show yet and I've talked to him before and he seems interested, we just gotta nail time down is Mark Engelart.
1: Yeah, and he's the one who did the colors for this one too.
0: Yep, and uh, Jenny Frisna also did a cover as well. We're getting all that soon. done with your blog.
1: Yes, very soon. And we have Letters by Crank again, edits by James Louder, published by Image and it was published on November two thousand ten was what I had found.
0: Yep. Sounds correct.
1: And for our plot synopsis, I just mixed everything together into one cohesive uh, synopsis, and I have this issue opens up with the diary of 16-year-old Cassie Hack. She's just killed her mother, but this wasn't the first time that Delilah Hack has died. She became known as the lunch lady because she was killing and cooking up school bullies from the school who picked on her daughter. Now, here she was again, a reanimated corpse, back to kill off the school bullies who were being cruel to her Cassie. Or in Cassie's words about her mom, protecting her from the world's evil by dicing up bullies and serving them on a plastic tray. After her mom died the first time, Cassie is now living with foster parents. They are both trying to help her have a better life But with Delilah Hack coming back from the grave, Cassie decides to do more research on what she could be. In the meantime, she is still going to school and being accused by the other girls of being a murderer, but she ignores them. She's too busy trying to become a blunt weapon. But on her way home to school one day, she's cornered and beaten up. But the next time around, on her way home from school, she is ready for them. The bullies decide to go after her. Instead of being beat up, she finally fights back and defends herself. She is a blunt object now, and she knows what she needs to do. There are others out there like her mom, those who have come back from the dead and killed those around them. She leaves her foster home, making sure she won't be followed by threatening her foster father, and heads to Iowa to find herself a slasher. Out in Iowa, she goes undercover while working at a bar for teens and tries to find out what she can about the mysterious killings in the area. The slasher she is looking for is a man called Farmer Fig. The local legend is that he had a beautiful daughter that the boys used to want and come over and stare at. And one day, the father caught one of the boys with his daughter, so he returned the favor by forking the boy and his friends with his pitchfork but after the fact, the farmer hung himself and his daughter. Along the way, Cassie becomes friends with Sarah and Kelsey after helping them stop a couple thugs from beating up another man. When Sarah dresses her and takes her to parties and for the first time ever, Cassie starts to feel normal. She feels wanted. One night, Cassie goes to another party with them on the farmer fig farm, but it's broken up by the police and they are separated from Sarah. Later on, Kelsey goes back to the farm to find his phone, but he finds Sarah there covered in blood. Elsewhere, Kathy runs into one of the thugs from previous in the issue to find he's covered in blood himself. Come to find out, he and his friend were invited to the farm, and they are attacked. His friend is killed in front of him by a slasher using a hammer. Cassie heads back to the farm to find Kelsey, but is attacked by Sarah instead. We later find out the slasher is not Farmer Fig, slasher named Bloodbus. When he was alive, his name was Matthew, and he was Sarah's boyfriend.
0: So the covers for this, we have uh, a few different covers. The one I have has Cassie's face on the front. I don't think that's Jenny Frizzon. I think that's actually Tim. Yeah, Tim Seely and Nye Rafino, who I don't know who that is, and Jenny Fri- uh, Frizzon, uh, which I have an original piece of artwork by Jenny Frizzon. Someone told me is worth a lot of money. I was going to say, I believe that. Yeah, it's a little banged up, though. But if you flatten it out, put it in a frame, it'll look perfect. But it is rolled and there's some creases in it. But someone told me that's not as important as the fact that you own the original Jenny on. And when yeah. I posted it online, Jenny said, oh, yeah, I did that. That's um, Megan uh, Fox from um, Jennifer's Body.
1: And I was going to say, so definitely hang on to that. Yeah. Well,
0: I I mean, I, I'd be willing to sell it. For, <laughs> right, right? for
1: pretty petty. For pretty petty.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. So, and then I have the other uh, issue is Tim Seeley. It just says Tim Seeley right on the corn. Both my copies, by the way, are signed by Tim Seeley in 2014.
1: And I was going to say, I am reading off of my Hack Slash My First Maniac that is also signed by Tim Seeley. So.
0: Are you reading the floppies?
1: No. I, have
0: actually have my,
1: I actually have my book. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Now, what other covers do you have in there for My First Maniac?
1: Let's see. So, obviously, I have the Jenny cover.
0: You have then, the Jenny cover. Okay, I have the yeah. Tim cover.
1: And then, of course, I have all the other covers in the back.
0: Yeah, so, so the other cover has Cassie with her shirt unbuttoned, a uh, bloody uh, shirt and bat, and the guy with his brains beaten out on the floor and says, My First Maniac on the pavement in chalk. And, and
1: it was before she switched the context, so she's actually in glasses, too.
0: Yeah, she kind of looks like Baroness from G.I. Joe.
1: She does. Now that you say that, oh, my God, she does.
0: There's also, by the way, an advertisement in one of these issues, and I don't know if it's this one, for sketch card series, which I completely missed and are a pain in the fucking ass to get. now. <laughs> Holy shit. Have you ever tried to get those?
1: No, have not.
0: Okay. The other cover. So there's a third cover too. There's a fourth cover too. Oh my God. The fourth cover is basically like the first cover, but it's purple uh, shade instead of uh, just the regular look of Kathy with the tear streak mascara. The other cover, which is in the coloring book for Hack Slash, is by New Dimension Comic Books, and it's Kathy at a sexy sleepover, and she's wearing sexy purple lingerie with a butcher knife in her hand, comic books behind her, popcorn in a bowl, and clearly her, uh, you know, the shot is just pointing straight down her top. <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't have those for whatever reason. I don't even have them in the back, it looks like.
0: Yeah, I like that cover a lot.
1: <laughs> and I don't get to see it. Darn it. Ah, no, no pee Move <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, after you wipe off the jewel, we'll be we'll, yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: By the way, there's a box in here that says, address all comments, inquiries, and praise, and complaints to Cassie and Vlad at gmail.com. <laughs> Ooh. I don't think that email address actually is still use anymore, unless Tim does use it for professional reasons and because you know you know well we do this podcast I have his proper email address yeah because he did have another email address that was like bunny love or something like that based on those characters
1: oh that's right because yeah Yeah. those were his characters so yeah I don't
0: think that email address is in use anymore either so crayon drawings by beta Englert. so I'm wondering if that's his daughter
1: I, I bet you're right
0: That's funny. Very cute.
1: Special thanks to Ken
0: Levine and Chris Manick. Uh, Who are they? Do you know?
1: Those names I didn't recognize.
0: All right. Let's take a second. Look them up. Ken F. Levine.
1: And that doesn't... I'm not finding that in my issue at all. I have the... I have thanks to...
0: Oh, well, at least the he created. It's pretty important going on right now. I believe he is the creator of, the co-creator of The Boys.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Kind of important guy in comic books. Just um, a little bit, yeah. Also worked on the TV series The Boys, all 16 episodes, and Preacher, and Painkiller Jane, which was a one-season show starring, uh, I want to say it was Christana Loken, the Terminatrix.
1: I have a friend that loves that show, but I, I just haven't gotten around to watching oh, it.
0: God, it's so good. <laughs> it's so
1: good. My problem is time. When do I ah, have time? I don't want to hear it. All
0: right, <laughs> who done? So we open up with the origin of Kathy that we're familiar with, where she's got the glasses. She buries her mom. And then we go on to her uh, living with these new parents who are very kind to her, but she, it, this is not her world. Um, Kathy, by the way, so she's about 16 or 17. Greg over on Twitter. Uh, who wrote the Hack Flash timeline, says that she should be about 17 during the course of the events of the miniseries. Which
1: is interesting, because in the diary it says 16-year-old Cassie.
0: Right. Cassie uh, is in school, and she is training, trying to uh, beef up her you know, abilities, and she's got the bruises all over her back, and her... And God, they just look like horrible, horrible bruises. And then these bitches take her out to the woods and fucking stomp her.
1: Well, and literally like, knock her out, scratch her face, and, I mean, I'm positive that's why she ends up not having the glasses anymore, because they literally break her glasses.
0: I mean, they just smash her fucking face in.
1: Which it's like, how the hell was this even allowed?
0: Now, if you went online right now and just typed in killer zombie vampires maniac ghost spawn," which is very funny, it's a picture of Spawn himself... And a rabid <laughs> dog. I wonder what we would come up with right now. Why don't you take one, I'll take the other. Pick one and type it in what you find, and I'll pick one and type it in what I find.
1: Okay, so you want me to type in Hellspawn?
0: You can type in Hellspawn. I'll take my uh, <laughs> typical one of being vampires.
1: <laughs> Can't imagine why different. I like
0: vampires so much. It has nothing to do with a book called A Lot of Dracula Tale, which you can totally pre-order right now for me. I'll send you in new book.
1: And you're 100% correct. If I type in Hellspawn, I get spawned.
0: Okay, I type in vampires. I get the Wikipedia entry for vampires at history.com, uh, live science. But then you also get the vampire Google search with a bunch of cool images for various things, one of them being True Blood. But you also get Vampire, Vampire the Masquerade, Vampire the Masquerade, Legacy of Cain, and Blood Omen. <laughs> all good stuff. Moving on. <laughs> I just wanted to see you test that. Then we get a giant splash page of all the characters that have ever fought Cassie Hat. Can you name at least two of them? Besides her mother.
1: Okay, in the oh, okay, yeah, because we have uh, Father Rath. Yep. And I know six six. We have Lovecraft. There's Jimmy and Lloyd.
0: Yep. Cool. And
1: um, I can't think of his name, but the one that I always confuse was Vlad, that we just had the issue with. with, uh, He we just did it where he's from the very first issue.
0: We also get Acid Angel and Ashley Gunther, uh, Bobby Brunswick.
1: Where's Acid Angel? Oh, is she the one at the top there?
0: Uh, no, she, I think she's all the way in the far left.
1: Oh, with the melty smiley face. Okay. Yes.
0: yes, the busty blonde melty smiley face. <laughs> the salty uh, blonde. <laughs> we get Bobby uh, to her right, right in the upper left-hand uh, corner of her mother's head. We okay,
1: Bobby, of, uh, that's the one I was thinking of.
0: Yep, we get the Wizard of Oz kind of characters.
1: The guy who cut off her toes, he's Dr. in there. Dr. Rose,
0: yep. Um, I believe we also get uh, Emily Christie. Oh, yep,
1: found that one.
0: Um, And uh, I think we also get, I think we see here... The computer uh,
1: guy—he's above Father Rath.
0: right? Um, is Sam Hain... Do I see Sam Hain? I actually
1: nope. don't think Sam Hain's in here because I mean, there's Ashley as the teddy bear.
0: Yep, and I think we get the candle mass murderer too. He's—he's—he's he's, uh, he's right next to uh, Doctor Gross. Yeah. So good job, we nailed them all. All right, moving on. <laughs> so uh, there is the there oh, this this uh, this girl in the blonde hair and the pink streaks. Sarah. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, getting blowjobs where they shouldn't be, getting giving blowjobs at her age, not okay. Did you ever hear that song by uh, not Harlan Oates, but it's by this two-girl band. One of the girls was on Big Bang Theory, dated Raj for a few episodes. They have a, ba- they have a song about um, why having anal sex is a good idea when you're a teenager, because you can save your virginity for God.
1: <laughs> I know what song
0: you're talking about. And they're yeah, like cause... wincing as they're singing and getting <laughs> bowed in the fucking ass. Yep. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. No pun intended, but That's holy literally. cow, <laughs> what a song. That's what this scene reminds me of. Oh, well, you can't stick it in me because I don't want to get pregnant or lose my virginity right away, but you put it in my mouth.
1: And, and that's okay.
0: Uh, I got no comment. You can comment. You're a woman.
1: Well, I just like the creepy slasher in the background with his damn smile. <laughs>
0: I like to watch. I,
1: you know what? There, there's a fetish for that.
0: This poor woman just wants to be a good mother to Cassie. And then Kathy finally gets her fucking revenge on this bitch. Like she ripped, like the blood that comes out of this girl's mouth as Cassie pulls her fist back is unbelievably awesome. If you ever touch me again, I'll fucking kill you and they will never find your body. Uh-huh. How many times, honestly, admit it right now, have you ever wanted to actually say that to somebody, but never did?
1: Oh, I'm, I can count at least three times in my hand uh, that i would love to have said that to somebody
0: what type of computer do you think cassie is using is it a Pear computer
1: oh my god it is a Pear. how did i not notice that that
0: That, is too funny that's
1: that's cute clever
0: (laughs) do you think cassie does what she does to protect these two people that they are generally good nice people but she has to scare the fuck out of them oh definitely 10 years later we still have never seen them return
1: and, and you know what? It probably saved their lives because it's exactly for the reason. She goes, I don't want them to come find me, and I don't want anyone else to come back and find them.
0: Right. It's, it's really sad, too, because.
1: They were good people.
0: Right. And she sticks the knife right between the guys. <laughs> like...
1: Oh, his, his feet tell the whole story of that. <laughs> and then his toes are just so spread out, like, don't.
0: <laughs> this is the diary of Cassandra Hack loner, outsider, slasher, hunter. That is a sad, sad story. And we move on to issue two. And how does issue two begin?
1: Issue two begins with her, okay, that's right. She's on her way to Iowa, but she's kind of like trying to build up her body and she's exercising and chewing on a pillow.
0: (laughs) And watching a... Ridiculous horror movie of a busty blonde cave girl or bikini shredded girl, a uh, bra, maybe she's like a crashed islander or something, uh, being attacked by a giant spider.
1: A very
0: large, creepy spider. Uh, yeah, why is she tearing the pillow? I don't kind of understand that. Okay, so let me switch over to this bar, and boy, oh boy, you got this one scene, third panel down. Look at the fucking tongue on this girl. <laughs> jean simmons would love her
1: well even the guy too it's like oh they, they are giving snakes a run for their money on that one
0: and they're like totally making out with this girl one cupping underneath the breast it's just and then you love in the second panel above where cassie's walking by with the beer one girl's on the phone giving the middle finger to another girl who looks like shocked like what oh God, <laughs> why are you be, do you to me like that, that i was think she's even was...
1: sticking out her tongue too
0: <laughs> yeah Then we switch over to the origin story of these two characters, which I love the way it's drawn, too, by the way. Very old school.
1: Mm -hmm, That it goes to a different style. And, yeah, that's Farmer Fig and his daughter. Do they give her name? Jenny. Jenny Fig.
0: Yeah, Jenny Fig. Uh, It's very funny how, like, she is drawn. It's like, okay, listen, if you have a daughter that looks like that and you want to protect her from the outside world of boys fucking with her, Mm-hmm. fucking her. Why would you let your daughter dress this way? And this is not slut-shaming. This is now like she's an, she's a teenage girl and you don't want guys to get to the farm to fuck your daughter, but you allow your daughter to dress like this? She's obviously trying to
1: seek attention. A little bit. And
0: they show it, too. The guy uh-huh. just camped down between her legs, giving it to her.
1: Or, as they had said, that Father Fig finds them forking his daughter, so he returns the favor and forks them with his pitchfork.
0: This would be a cool slasher story for, a like, a movie character, you know? And then, like, they they get hung, and then he comes back, and he keeps killing people that come on the farm, and the daughter's not far behind, which means he's got the dead corpse of his daughter. Mhm. Um, This also reminds me a little bit of a villain in, uh, I think it's the... Uh, fourth season of the batman the animated series there was a farmer and his daughter that were like doped up on like some like super steroids and all their animals were growing really really big
1: Uh, okay i think i know which issue yeah
0: is an episode of uh the fourth season of batman the animated series yeah
1: he kind of does look like that
0: a little bit so Cassie rolls in, like, another high school after saving a kid who's getting uh, picked on by two bullies, gets his face smashed in for maybe being a gay, maybe being a homosexual, maybe not a homosexual. Doesn't really matter. They're really two jackasses that deserve what Cassie does to him. Oh, yeah. Dashing one of their arms open with a baseball bat. Holy shit.
1: And she doesn't hold back either.
0: No, he is crying like a little bitch about it. And then... uh the previous girl that we saw before, uh what's her name? Sarah. Sarah and her boyfriend show up. Um to, He's got uh, an
1: interesting name, Kelsey, so.
0: <laughs> definitely. Um I love her hair, by the way. I do too. It's very cool. Uh later, then Cassie's back at her apartment, or sorry, her uh hotel room or something like that, and uh her mother is there.
1: That's right, because she has that nightmare. And oh. of course she sees her mom. She's normal at first. And then, oh dear God, like if that face would have been staring at me, I probably would have woke up crying too.
0: <laughs> and then Cassie comes to classes wearing her old school uniform. And Sarah's there and they're like, we got to go grocery shopping. Sarah's uniform or costume or, or clothes, not very dissimilar than what Cassie is wearing. <laughs>
1: Which, it's one of those weird things when you think about it, that uh, in this issue, this is where it hits on the fact that it's actually Sarah who got Cassie into being goth.
0: Yes, yes, when you get uh, a little further along. Uh, Now, the two jackasses who were uh, kicking the shit out of that kid for being a homosexual, maybe, um, investigate the old farm, and they find the farmhouse is filled with video game arcades. Why, though? Maybe the girl needed something else to do besides milking the cows?
1: I know they hit on it later in the issues, but for right now, obviously, we are confused by the fact that they come across this barn that is literally full of old arcade games. And the fact that they were invited out here, and they are trying to find a party, and they find these arcade games.
0: What's the number on the back of the kid's uniform?
1: 69. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, oh, I should have noticed that before.
0: <laughs> did you see the name of the game he's playing? Old video games are so gay. Why are they gay? I don't get what's the homosexuality behind a video game. Everybody that makes no him. sense. But I understand when you're a kid. That's so Gay? Gay? I mean, it was okay, or maybe not okay, to make fun of that in some way, but sometimes when people said that, it made no sense. It still doesn't make sense, but
1: it it literally became, I think it was around the 90s and early 2000s, that that was like the number one thing to say was, oh, that's gay. Oh, that's gay. Oh, my gay god. And it's like, now I look back and then it's like, so you're saying he's happy?
0: <laughs> I guess so. I, but yeah, he's playing Plumber Man, which I'm assuming is like Kim's superpower Brothers.
1: <laughs> yes. And then, of course, he ends up on Blood Bus.
0: Right. It's very funny. Uh, the uh, you, you see the uh, the photos, 100 bonus points, and the girl, who I'm assuming is the daughter, hee hee hee, I'm going to get hammered for wearing a grin face. Blood <laughs> Bus. <buzz. laughs> Which is, like, kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh, have you ever played Splatterhouse?
1: No, but I know what you're talking about.
0: It is great. And if you get the Splatterhouse game that came out for PS3 and Xbox 360, yeah. that actually contains the three original Splatterhouse games on the disc.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I should probably investigate in that. But, yeah, because it's the idea of it kind of being in a QC cartoon, but it's very, very bloody. <laughs>
0: right. Um, I absolutely love Splatterhouse. Let me tell you, I even have sitting right next to my Cassie Hack statue
1: the oh, Splatterhouse statue. Even better. Uh, well, you know what? It's a perfect pair right there.
0: <laughs> you know what I'd love to have sitting next to my Cassie Hack statue?
1: Oh, those new Cassie figures that were supposed to come out back in October?
0: Uh, supposed to come out back in
1: 2019. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's even good. so. Yeah even farther back then.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder what happened to those. They were supposed to be here on the 26th of uh, December. We still haven't seen them.
1: Yeah, and then it was rumored that it was pushed back again. Well, here it is now February, so.
0: And you still haven't received yours yet either, have you? No, I have not. This guy is like advertising a whole bunch of other products on his website, but it's like, where the hell are the Cassie Hack Figures?
1: Where you want to start putting in there, it's like, so you're on to the next project, or is this your next scam? Which one is it?
0: Moving on. uh, So Jay gets (laughs) bludgeoned right in the chest and dies due to the grin face hammer man. And then we switch over to the other side of the farm, which I didn't realize this was all happening in the same area.
1: Yeah, that it's one side of the farm. And then just on the other side, we have the party going on.
0: Who is on Sarah's shirt? Could you figure that out?
1: Oh, God, it is very familiar, and I kept trying to figure that out, too, because I know Cassie's is supposed to be kind of a joke on Mickey Mouse, I think.
0: Cassie looks fantastic.
1: She does. If I could figure out how to cosplay that outfit, I would.
0: So, Sarah's got a new pet project. Nah, man, Cassie's cool. So, I haven't reread issues three and four yet. Are we foretelling that Sarah is kind of a bitch and Cassie is a bet?
1: You will fact that well obviously since i know what goes on i mean there's she's got a secret
0: okay and then we see uh i think this is jay trussed up like a scarecrow or jesus christ on a cross with very detailed guts hanging out
1: very detailed uh but it was for a thousand points <laughs>
0: Then we have the letter page in the individual issues. Hack slash my first maniac says hello. Welcome to our first image comics hack slash letter page. This is written by Tim Seeley in the Devil's Due Press series. I used the title Letters Hack, even though it was also the name of the Walking Dead letters column. My rationale was that I thought of it at first, so fuck Robert Kirkman. But now that we're in the same company, I suppose I should think of a new one. So send me some new ideas. By the way, Tim wrote that, not me. Um, <laughs>
1: Then we got oh, a cool photo
0: of a very sexy cosplayer as Cassie with uh, a Vlad behind her.
1: Ugh, I unfortunately don't have that because yeah, me skimming through, I I don't have that added in my issue.
0: Yes, she looks fantastic in her Cassie cosplay. Let me tell you,
1: <laughs> I don't get to see that.
0: <laughs> then we have an exclusive variant cover of my of Hack slash My First Maniac Number One, ND Comics. This is different than the one I read online. A model is DJ Sci-Fi. I don't know who this model is, but she's in a pile, She's standing on top of a pile of bodies with some shadows living over her.
1: Oh, that sounds cool.
0: There are like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people stacked on top of each other. Um, then we have a pin-up by Sean Forney of Cassie and Vlad. And then that pretty much ends the issue. Ads in the issue are for Lady Robotica, Fangoria Magazine, Officer Down, preview of the next upcoming issue of My First Maniac, Murderland Number One, Chew, and The Walking Dead issue seventy-five. Um, and then the other one had uh, some previews for the omnibuses of Hackflash, Flash, Sea Bear versus Grizzly Shark, very interesting. And a movie called The Burnt House, which I've never seen before, on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, it was also on Amazon, Amazon.com. This is for Amazon Prime. Netflix and Flick Flane. I never heard of this movie, but uh, honestly, a little secret. This uh, Hackslash My First Maniac was the first episode Charcy and I recorded as a test for her to come on the show to see how comfortable she would feel about doing the show. Yeah. Uh, I think we talked about My Burnt House. The Burnt House uh, film. Did you ever have a chance to find it?
1: I couldn't find it. So it's one of those where I think I'd have to buy it through Amazon.
0: or Yeah, it, I found it on eBay. It? It's like 20 or $25 for the DVD. So it's out of print. So it doesn't go really high. But when you consider how much a DVD these days costs, like 5 to $10 unless it's a brand new film. For an out-of-print film, it definitely catches some money. <laughs> Uh, And then there's also an ad in here for another DVD called Punk Rock Holocaust 2, which featured bands such as The Casualties, The Aquabats, The Bouncing Souls, Chemical Romance, Riverboat Gamblers, Planet Smashers, Mr. Dibbs, uh, Shira Girl, Mistress Julia, Traumas, Lloyd Coffin, Kevin Lyman, and more.
1: And I don't think I've ever heard of that
0: one either. And I believe coming out this week from uh, the Boston Sci-Fi Film Fest. Virtual online is the Lloyd Kaufman trauma documentary. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, attending that uh, that uh, that night. Hopefully, I have a chance to, um, because the Boston Science Fiction Film Festival is entirely virtual this year because of the pandemic.
1: Okay, that makes well, and that's what's been going on with a lot of conventions and that. So.
0: Right. <laughs> That's all the time I have here for the first two issues of Hackslash my first maniac. We'll be back in two weeks with the last two issues. Where can they find us, Charlie?
1: They can find us on Twitter through goth girl horror, the hack slash podcast.
0: And you can send us an email that at at gmail.com. Please. If you'd like to support the co- podcast, go to buy me a cup of coffee. I have it set up to buy me a slice of pizza and your donation helps uh, keep the show on the air through the streaming service that we use to uh, hold all the episodes it does cost money. So if you'd like to chip in and help the show, please do so. Uh, send me an email at gmail.com And I can tell you how you can make a donation to goth girl horror or the radio horror network to help keep the episodes on the air. And all the previous episodes of Hack doctor goth girl horror can be found on radioheart.com. Please go to your local comic store and support them and order old omnibuses of Hack I believe the big hardcover omnibus from Image Comics is coming out for the Kickstarters at some point soon. Uh, I think we got our coloring book or something recently, digital, right?
1: Yes, the coloring book did come through.
0: Cool. I don't know if that's the same coloring book that I have previously, but I bought an old coloring book from Tim Seeley like 10 years ago.
1: I want to say they are different, but don't quote me on that. So. <laughs>
0: Well, you can also go to Tim's uh, Twitter and click on the link on his Twitter page to order any of his uh, trade paperbacks by him, signed by him. He has the Masters of the Universe on there, as well as uh, Blood Red, his vampire book. And that's all the notes we have and time we have here tonight. We'll be back in two weeks. Good night, everyone. Good night. Do you love what you hear in the podcast? Please go to buy a cup of coffee. The Radio Horror link is in the show notes, or it's on top of the Twitter page. Or you can just go to buymeacupofcoffee.com backslash radio horror. And you can help support Goth Drill Horror and the other podcasts here on the Radio Horror Network. Donations go towards cloud service and new equipment. Thank you. Oregon Ramen is in a restaurant in Ashland, Massachusetts. Serves traditional and authentic Japanese ramen, Thai noodle soups, and the best chicken beans in the Metro West. Everything done in-house from scratch, and they use only the highest quality products from small farms. co Chef owners, Pepinuk and Alan McIntosh combine their culinary skills with traditional Japanese cuisine to create an authentic, amazing flavor in every dish. Located at 1 West Union Street on Ashland, Massachusetts, their phone number is 508. 508- 309-3416, or they can be located on Facebook at Dorgan Ramen Ashland and on their website as well. www.dorganramen.com